Hello, and, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, a podcast where we will enlighten you of all the hidden stuff you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this work since 2005 and have learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes. Do you have a vendor or somebody who's done work for you that you just really, really love? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> um, I have a couple people that are my go-to people. Um, I have this... Um, this disease where when I see old houses, I like to fix them, um, return them to their glory. And um, so I have a series of homes that I fixed up that I lived in, and I, I'm hoping in my the last house that I ever do this with, because this one involved a contractor versus me doing a lot of the work myself. And I found a fantastic contractor, and nobody else touches the house except this person. You know, he, he handles everything, and um, I don't even ask for bids. I mean, it's just like, you're just doing it, and it's it's a, it's a done deal. So there's a lot of trust. A lot of trust, a lot of love, a lot of respect. Um, and you know he's earned it too. So um, yeah, I, I definitely believe that you can you can find a, a have a great relationship with a vendor. Um, but what I'm finding though is that in in business especially you sometimes just go with a vendor because that's what everybody else is doing, or maybe you just stick with them because changing is a little more scary than um, having to deal with. The, the devil that you know, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just the daunting aspect of changing to someone else, or you're just like, eh, it's good enough. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, do you feel like um, people are just, they're just kind of settling, like, I don't know, it's good enough, but they're not, they're not that happy. Right, right. And I know also, because, you know, both you and I have worked for very large companies, um, sometimes the vendors are already set and your only choice is to kind of have to deal with it and you can't rock the boat in any way or introduce new ones. Um, or if you do, it, it takes a lot of time and they also have to kind of prove that they can do the job as well. But sometimes you're stuck and, you know, it, it like in all relationships, sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. Um, but what we're talking about now is, you know, just getting to the vendors that you really like working with and that you can you can trust. Yeah, and it's so amazing when you have that kind of trust relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, I know, you know, that's what we always strive for to help with our clients, but we have vendors of our own too, Mm -hmm. obviously. And personally, I have people I call to that I trust for things. And um, just when you know, I'm going to call this person and they're going to take care of it. And I'm not worried. I don't have concerns. I know their price will be reasonable. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. always the cheapest. Right. For sure. But it will be really great. And I'm going to be happy with what gets done. I mean, especially when things are critical, like something like your internet can't go down, your software can't Mm -hmm. go down. Like there Mm -hmm. are things that just you can't do your work if this thing isn't functional. Right. And when you don't have that trust and reliability with somebody who's providing that service or or whatever it is, it can be really, you know, stressful. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. And that's uh, interesting that you bring up stuff like internet too, because I think a lot of people have issues with their internet and, you know, either at home or at work. And you start thinking like, oh, it would just be such a pain to change this company. But I can't, you know, uh, so I'll just, I'll just suffer in silence here while things get fixed and I'll just try and work with it. Yeah. But uh, have you ever heard somebody say like, I love my internet provider. <laughs> I mean, everybody just complains about it. It's right. like, um, it's a necessary evil. Right. Well, I have to have internet and they serve my house. So yeah. that's who I've got. So you just try and make it work. And yeah, that would be a, a perfect example of a bad 
vendor relationship. But when you're in business, I mean, you, you do have choices. And I know when we work with our clients, I want them to take the phone call because I'm sure uh, anybody who has a desk and a phone knows that you will get calls constantly from people wanting to be your vendor, people wanting to sell you something, and there's no relationship built at all. Um, once you've kind of done a lot of that heavy lifting to get to that relationship, I mean, the, what I want as an end result is for when I call, they see my name pop up and they take the call because it's, it's going to be um, a good conversation of anything else. Yeah, and I think that's because you've earned it. You know, if you, I mean, like you said, everybody gets a million phone calls. I do too. And anyone can promise anything. Like you can say anything about mm -hmm. the magical, you know, beauty of what you're going to provide to me. But until we've been like through something difficult and you came through for me, mm -hmm. that's when I trust you. Right. Like all the promises that you tell me up front about how everything's great and you can give me references from current clients. Mm -hmm. I know you gave me three that love you. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't actually believe any of that. Like I might believe it enough to bring on that vendor because they seem like the best choice, mm -hmm. but I don't really have that relationship and that deep trust until we've actually done something together. Mm -hmm. They've come through for me or especially like something went wrong and they took care of it. Like that's always really my test because things go wrong, right? right? Nothing right. is ever perfect. If you ever had something done in your house, something always goes wrong. That's mm -hmm. just how it is. But how they fix it right. is what matters to me the right. most. Because did they blame me for it? I mean, that's... Right. <laughs> An easy way to be shown the door um, if their first, you know, the words out of their mouth is, okay, here's what you did wrong or it's messed up because of you. You know, you're like, okay, wait, wait a second. Um, there's a, even if that is all true, because, you know, that could entirely happen, um, opening with that statement is, is never a good one. Just say, okay, here's, I see that there's something, you know, that happened on your end and, and here's how we're going to fix it. I just yeah. want to know how are we going to fix it. Right. Because I already probably feel bad enough that maybe I did screw it up, but right. um, to make me feel even worse about it is not going to build a great relationship. So yeah. So it's like, what's that solution mm -hmm. and how did it all work out? And we high five each other on the way out the door and, <laughs> right. it, and it's all great. You know, I don't expect perfection right. because we're all a bunch of human beings doing things like mistakes get made, things yep. happen. You know, I never, I never try to get up. I try to not at least get upset about something going wrong. It's just how you handle it and how you're going to take care mm -hmm, of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's that's really the key, and um, that brings up one of the things that I think is um, good to have on both sides. But even especially if you're the vendor trying to do and you know have a good relationship with another company, is to always have great communication. Um, if things are happening, you know, like for example, let's say the internet goes down, we're going to use that as our example, I guess. And, um, if I got a call right away saying, you know what, the internet is down and it, it, it will be back up at this time. Trust me. I, that means, okay, great. Then I can work on something else knowing it's going to be back at that time. And I know that our, um, local, um, electric company does that too. They'll send me text messages saying the power's out but here's when we believe it'll be back on. And what's even better is when it, it starts turning into a shorter time than they had anticipated because then they're the hero. Um, but yeah, the communication needs to be open on both sides. Um, even if you're the one that's purchasing something, if, if something's going on you know, in your company that's going to make a change, you know, if you are very 
open and uh, communicate everything clearly to your vendor, things will run a lot smoothly. So they can troubleshoot at the at the beginning too. Yeah, which is another great point of like, no surprises. It's also not fair to your mm-hmm. vendor to like spring stuff on them if they're trying to do a really good job. Right. And, and you know, do what you've asked for. And then suddenly I'm like, oh yeah, and by the way, I also need, you know, this entire Mm -hmm. countertop created too. No, I know I only ordered those two, but can't (laughs) you just do this one? Like, okay. That's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, just keep everything open. And, you know, one of the things that we've run into too, where we're working really well with a client, for example, and we don't hear back for a while. And so we have to go in and say, well, you know, what happened? Oh, well, that person left like two weeks ago or something like that. Well, nobody communicated that to us. Um, so their project stalled. We've gotten a little stalled. And, you know, so it's it's always good to keep everything above the table and, and cards open, you know, everybody looking at the cards and seeing what's going on. Yeah. You know, that's a really good point. I think that a lot of times people, and I'm sure I do this too, when you're on the purchasing side, you're very close to the best. You know, you're very... Mm-hmm. Um, unwilling to share very much information. You don't really want to, I don't know. First yeah, of all, show I, don't, cards at once. I don't want to show all my cards. I don't want to spend that much time with a bunch of companies I may not end up working with. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like as we work together over time, we can become friends. But I don't need to be friends with you, you know, <laughs> in the beginning. Right. And so I think that sometimes people are s- hold back on information so much that you're you're hurting both parties. Like Mm -hmm. it's hard for the vendor to do a good job if they don't actually know what you're looking for because you're not willing to share enough Mm -hmm. information. And it's also hard for you to get what you want if you're not willing to tell them exactly, you know, like sometimes you just are going to have to reveal some stuff. And if you can, that will help them so much more, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can just be, be upfront, like obviously you don't need to tell, you know, company secrets or, maybe exactly what you want to pay, but if you can even give them a range. Mm-hmm. Here's approximately what we expect. At least they have an idea and they know if they're somewhere in the ballpark or right, not. Right, right. And that goes um, to the second point, which is about respect. Um, somebody's trying to make a sale, you need to buy something. If your budget is nowhere near what their product is worth, I mean, don't start getting ridiculous and say, you know, I expect you to drop half, give it to me for half price that's all that's in our budget. You know, um, that's not really respectful of, you know, their services that they're providing. And um, so, yeah, just be really upfront with that. And and I'm hoping, you know, being uh, a little wide-eyed about this, that everybody's coming to the table wanting to help each other. I mean, there are definitely situations where a salesperson co- could come in and they want to make the biggest margins that they can, and you might come in and you want to pay as little as possible, know that you might have to pay a little more. you got to give a little to get a little and kind of be respectful, again, of everybody's time and the, the service that's being offered or the product that's being sold. Yeah, and the you know I do think salespeople get a bad rap a lot of mm-hmm. times. That there are a lot of great sales, business development, representatives, Absolutely. Whatever, whatever title you want to use genuinely, I mean, sure, there are some people who have earned the reputation, I'm sure. But most of the people I've run into, and, you know, people on our team, but also people with vendors and other companies we work with, they genuinely, they're good at their job. They know their product. They want, yeah, they want to sell it to Mm -hmm. you, but because they actually believe it's good. Right. Like, they think their software or their background check service or whatever Mm -hmm. it is they offer, Mm -hmm. they think that they are really good at what they do, and they genuinely want to talk to you about what your needs are and if that if it matches up and if it doesn't it doesn't but I think there's this sort of um 
you only have to run into a couple unpleasant salespeople to sort of get this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, feeling about, you know, what what people in that role are all about. But genuinely, most of them, mm-hmm. they're trying to just do a really good job and be consultative and hear what your issue is and whether their product might solve it. And of course, they're hoping their product will solve it. That's their job. But if it does, then that's great for everybody. Mm-hmm, like, that's not mm-hmm. a negative. Right, you know? right. <laughs> You've right. called them looking for a solution to something. <laughs> right. So you're kind of both hoping it's a fit. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. obviously you don't want, you know, them to jam something at you that isn't really what you need. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess just respecting that salesperson, too, and, and hearing them out. And if, you know, if you think it's not a fit, you just be like, yeah, you know, not going to work for us, and they have to accept that, too. But at least hearing what they have to share. Right, right. And, you know, if you are in the position of being the customer, you know, do realize that you have some pull. You know, they do want to make that sale. So, you know, kind of be a little bold in what your needs are. Because uh, I think it's also difficult, too, if you're kind of going with an expectation and that's not really what they're selling, um, then you'll you'll just get frustrated, and they'll be like, "Well, they never asked for that," or now now I've sold them this, and they're asking for more for the same price and things like that. I mean, just be really really clear. And you know, like I said, I know everybody wants to try and save some money or make a big sale, but I, it, it's just it's so much easier if everybody is just truthful up front and communicates well and is respectful um, to kind of get to where everybody feels like they've won. Right. Yeah. If you just have a conversation, mm-hmm. here's what I need. Here's right. my problem I'm trying to solve. And they say, great, here's what we do. Here's how we think we could solve that. And Mm -hmm. then you just figure out if they match up. It's not really, it doesn't have to be so adversarial. Right, right. It it should be uh, just a real true compatibility, which is the third point that we want to make here. And that is um, if you really don't like working with someone, either the customer or the vendor, you, you don't have to. You can be brave and move on and, and, it's really difficult. I'm not going to lie and say, you know, if you have to fire a customer or fire a vendor, um, because you are, like I said, you're very familiar with the the devil that you know. And, um, it's like, I know if I do this, here's what's going to happen. It's like any sort of relationship, but at at some point you might be like, I just, it's too exhausting and it's not fun and it's not friendly. Um, so I just need to find someone else. There are thousands and thousands of companies out there that offer services. So, you know, you could you can shop around and, and talk to other people. Yeah. And it, like you said, it's it's difficult. You know, it's extra work. You may have to change processes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's difficult because you have to tell this person you won't work with them anymore. Right. You have to, like, break up with them, basically. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's never fun. But, you know, if, if it's just really not working or if you're not getting what you need, you shouldn't be suffering. Right. If the, the service is bad, if the... Um, person you're working with is, you know, offensive or handsy or something like that. <laughs> it's like you don't have to put up with it. You know, you you can shop elsewhere, and um, it should be uh, a situation where you're really happy to um, hear from that person. You take their calls, you know, that sort of thing, as opposed to oh, I'm going to voicemail because they're going to be a pain in the ass or they're going to want to talk for you know five hours or things like that. What's really refreshing too is you know when you go to award ceremonies and things like that, and sometimes people will thank their vendors for helping them, and I'm like, that is a great relationship. I mean, it's kind of where you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these be are, a partner, right? These are companies that you're working with all day to help you accomplish whatever you're trying to do. So why shouldn't it be fun? Right. And you should enjoy them and think they're doing a good job mm-hmm. and appreciate what they do. You know, appreciate them for what they do. Right. You, they appreciate you for what you do. Like, it can be very positive. And, it, you know, like you said, that's really, I think that's 
the sort of relationship we want with our clients. Like we like to work with people we like and we want them to work with us because they like us too. <laughs> like it should <laughs> right. all be very positive. We're helping them accomplish something. And, you know, that there's no negative there. Mm-hmm. You know, we're providing mm-hmm. something they need. We're helping them get work done, you know, that they, they need to accomplish. So that's all positive. Mm-hmm. It does not need to be some sort of, you know, difficult kind of a, a relationship. Right. And as uh, a good vendor, you know, should, should be is that, you know, if things come up, the phone call comes in, get back to people immediately, you know, deliver things when you said you would. And as the, uh, as a customer, you know, let them give them plenty of time to know what you need and be very thorough with your communication as well. It, it's just about really finding that right match. And that, goes, you know, all across the board with, I guess, as we wander through this world, trying to find our perfect match and, you know, personally and professionally and things like that. Um, we have that liberty to do that, to just look around and, and try different relationships so we find the one that's perfect for us. Yeah. And I think when you find a really great vendor relationship, they feel like part of your business. Mm-hmm. Like they actually yes. feel like, you know, you said it's like they're sitting the desk next to you or something. Yeah, pe- you know, people thank their vendors and stuff. When you have that really great relationship, you almost view them as an extension Mm -hmm. of what you do because they help you accomplish what you do. Mm -hmm. Like that's the ideal relationship. Yeah. And, and even I know here when we work with our clients, you know, we want it to be, you know, friendly and warm. And, you know, if you don't need us today, that's, we're not going to be offended and we're not going to try and sell you something anyway. Um, we want you to take the call. I mean, if you need any help today, if you need something, all right, we're on it and we'll, we'll get you the best service that we possibly can. And um, I, I think that if you know people struggle with anything that's more complicated than that, they might want to start shopping around. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau. We hope that you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, please send us an email at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. Also, please subscribe to the podcast to get more tips on the next step of your creative.